I would like to inform you that I am now alone in the room, and Edwin will most likely hear this as he is editing the show, but he's not in a good mood today. He is quite upset about something, possibly very tired due to reasons, so we'll see how this goes. So Sam, do I have pink eye? Depends. Was it like juicy this morning? I feel like it's ramping up to it because I had pink eye in the other eye two weekends ago. There it is. So I was like, oh yeah, I've definitely beaten this. Yep. Washed everything in the apartment. (laughs) And then... uh, Is this why you're purging purging things in the apartment? Oh crap, you gave me that controller yesterday. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh no, it's infected. I am most likely going to get pink eye. Well, I mean, I did say we should re- record, we should record the show tomorrow, but such is your such is your dedication to this show. You agreed to record today, even in the presence of your pestilent co-host. I specifically got up this morning. Well, I'd made a decision last night that I was just going to work from home today, and I said, "Oh shit, I can't." Don't you check your calendars? We I, have an obligation to record, so without even asking, I just opted. I should just come in because that is the right and proper thing to do. This morning, it was like. It could have just been from sleep, you know? Right. Just like, oh, a little bit red. Yep. I maybe itched it or something, I don't know, in the night. Um, but no, it's starting to, starting to feel a little juicy. Gross. Although, of course, you had your juicy eyes. I had juicy eyes during the Spotify summer celebration. Did we actually call an episode Juicy Eyes? I think we did. We wanted to anyway. We wanted to. In case to. we didn't. Because mm. that's too gross. It was quite gross. Luckily, I haven't quite got to the eyes glued shut stage of pink eye. Mm -hmm. So this is nice. But I'm keeping my distance from you, even more so than usual. (laughs) Well, I have been touching all the things that you've just touched. So I need to make sure to wash my hands and boil it. Okay. Let's do some follow-up from the last episode. Wait But Why posted a follow-up post, which I think addressed some of my concerns when we talked about it last week. I don't know if there's much more to say on that. It's worth a read. It does address some of the concerns that you've had. That's, you know, um, some of the, the things that the, the post addresses. I have a really hard time calling articles articles these days. It's full fake news? What do you mean? Like. It's a post. Yeah. I'm more comfortable calling it a post. Whatever makes you most comfortable, Sam. Even especially stuff on like Huffington Post. Oh, it's literally post in the title. <laughs> it is. But even like... The New York Post? Yeah. Sometimes... Stop. Washington Post? Okay. This is a fun game. <laughs> I just don't think there's enough credibility in a lot of the writing these days to actually call it an article. Well, the state of journalism, I think that's a topic for a whole other show. Right. We're not getting into that right now. <laughs> I'm not... My state of mind is not ready to delve into that subject. <laughs> but generally, I do feel like there's a lack of certain credibility, fact-checking... Just bringing the news without opinion uh, that yeah. is sort of like the baseline quality or as what we like to call in Spotify, the table stakes of an article. Which always sounds more delicious than it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I think of like a nice sirloin, garlicky pepper steak. Yeah. Just ready to that's go. on the table. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not that. It's just a basic feature that everyone else has. Right. Just take it for granted. So um, going back to this post. Um, I think it addresses like a lot of stuff that we talked about. Uh, it did make me feel good when I read the first one, which I think I kind of, 
I guess, took a blind eye on. What is that? What is the term? Oh, is you it, turned a blind eye? I've turned a blind eye, blind eye on it. Which is strange, because if your eye is already blind, there's no need to turn it away. But, mm. well, yes. That's another topic. That's another, once again, <laughs> other show right there. I think he goes back and addresses some of the right stuff uh, that puts things into reality and some of the concerns that have risen up uh, since the post has been posted. The article has been written. Right. <laughs> and anything, anything else to add in regards to... The wait but why post no okay i felt like we should have just we should we should address it briefly so i think our work is done here all right was that the serious portion of it are we done with the serious portion okay actually there is a little bit of still serious stuff i want to talk about have you listened read or watched anything that is pro trump winning the election um i've watched some videos okay but they're mainly with the lens of that's such a Spotify thing to say coming from like, you know, a more left side angle. So meaning it's one of those like shaky cams that's been hidden into one of their political campaigns that they luckily got recorded. Many people have died bringing us this news. <laughs> uh, that's a Star Wars reference, by the way. Oh, very good. But yeah, it's it's mainly been those kind of posts. Like I, I just recently saw one that's like a recording of their, one of their national uh, meetings, I think. I forget what it's called. But they're essentially saying like, hail Trump. And people like... Oh, well, okay, right. Well... Throwing up the hail sign. Okay, well, that's just awful. Don't watch that. But I'm thinking of, <laughs> is there any like reasoned... Oh, I see. I see what Carefully thought out, uh, well-argued things that are pro-Trump, because I realized that I mm. have not read anything, and I think that's a reflection of that, you know, the, the whole bubble effect that you get and the echo chamber effect that actually I've have very little interaction or exposure to people who are positive that Trump won. Right. Oh, rather, that have a positive response <clears throat> to Trump winning. You know, that's and I really think interesting. I really, well, I was like, huh. When I realized that, I was like, wow, that is... I don't know, that made me feel bad that I have such a limited worldview. Should we make that homework? Should we both try and watch something pro-Trump for next week? Or is that just too depressing? I don't know. <laughs> I think we're going to have a hard time finding something that we agree with that is actually... Well, that's the thing is, I, I don't think we should necessarily agree with it, but... I think generally, if you... You read what you agree with, right? That's yeah. just human nature. And I think generally you will watch, I mean, hopefully I'll come across something or my hope is that I'll come across something where it'll make me think, actually, those are very valid points, right? Whether it's in the line of um, why Obamacare should go away, right? Maybe there are valid reasons that I'm not aware of or what his plans are for the ever so decreasing unemployment rate and why they feel like America needs to be great again. Like, I would like valid reasons as to why he made those claims. And I think if I can agree with it, then I can sort of see um, the position that he's taken with, you know, the other half of America right now. Well, this definitely does conclude the serious portion of the show. Let's move on. A new show has arrived. Which is very similar to an old show. On Amazon. It's called an Amazon Original. Oh, great. <laughs> Amazon original. Amazon original. Actually, it's really strange because, okay, so we're going to be talking about the Grand Tour. 
Yes. Which is the reboot of Top Gear. Or just basic continuation of with nothing changed. A famous British television series. Perhaps second only to maybe Doctor Who as like the most famous British TV show. That reached like outside appeal. Um, which is strange because it never actually properly aired in the US in any network channel. Other than BBC America? Other than BBC America, which is a cable network. Um, and like sort of a rare cable network that no one really tunes into outside of Brits. <laughs> so so let's, how do we do this? Should we... I don't know. We watched it. Should we talk about it? <laughs> that was as far as I got. Okay. Did Have you watched the original series? I have. Did you like the original series? I have mixed feelings about it. What were your mixed feelings? I enjoy the show in spite of myself. Mm. Jeremy Clarkson has some views that I find difficult to agree with. And in general, his persona is grating to me as a person, bordering on abject dislike of. But that's his, that's his, that's his shtick though, right? Uh, it is, but his views are carried on, you know, he has columns in the daily newspapers in the UK and, mm. you know, he's, he continues that shtick, I you see. know, um, so that I find a little difficult, but there is no denying that is a well-made show and I find it entertaining. I think you have to sort of take it his personality with a grain of salt, especially if you have like personal things that you don't agree with. But I don't watch it specifically for Jeremy Clarkson. I watch it for um, sort of the script writing that happens between the three. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's very scripted. Like everything is so scripted. That was one of the problems I had with the first episode of Grand Tour. Right. I feel like they, in Top Gear, they did a good job of hiding the scriptedness or at least making it feel less scripted. Oh, I feel like it's was, just, it was just as scripted. Yeah, maybe I haven't seen so many. Mm. I think I was also more keen on the specials. Like I would watch the Top Gear specials where they go to a country and do oh, a right. thing rather than maybe the studio episodes. So I'm more familiar perhaps with those. But yeah, the Grand Tour painfully scripted at points. I don't like the parts where they're discovering a country or doing stupid stuff. Okay. Yeah. I more like the parts where they're getting very technical about a car and explaining about the reasons why they like a specific car or why they don't like a specific car. Those are the parts that really shine to me. Like, And of course, the beautiful cinematography that goes along with... It's an amazingly well-made, well yeah. well-shot show. Yeah, Filming it, I think just showing all the different angles of the car that you don't normally get to see, I think is also very useful. But yeah, like so the scripted parts I think are fun... But I never take them seriously because I know it's just like there to make the show show a little bit more enjoyable to uh, a bigger audience. The whole celebrity section that was Jesus really dumb. cut that straight away. <laughs> right, it is already one hour and ten minutes. Cut that, boom, you're an hour. Right, but I do like the parts where they had in the British show where they actually brought someone in and spoke to them personally. That was the worst part for me. Really? That and where always, they did I always time skipped trial? over that bit, yeah. And really? Yeah. <laughs> I love the time trial. The time trial was okay. The interview leading up to it was often tedious. Oh, because that is also pretty scripted as well, right? They got the answers, or they got the questions beforehand. I so rarely watched it, I couldn't tell you. I felt like, oh, let's 
find some tangential connection to cars mm. to this guest who has a movie out and try and bang on about that for like 10, 15 minutes. I see. Then they had to do a lap. The lap was probably interesting. And then, yeah, yeah, that was the bit I would fast forward over or go make a cup of tea. I mean, take away the titles, Grand Tour, you are still watching Top Gear. There was very little su- surprising about this. Right. Which I think they've got a formula. Why would they change it? Yep. I think some people were disappointed. It wasn't more original, Amazon original. <laughs> But I totally see at the same point where, well, look, they've got this this biggest motoring show on earth. Yep. Why would they bother changing it? I'm kind of looking forward to where they take it with the next episodes because there were some establishing things that they did on that show on the first episode that I felt was unnecessary if you were a um, like a, a previous watcher, meaning you've watched the previous episodes of Top Gear. Yeah, the whole opening section. I could do without that. Right. Them standing on stage. That was like, so what? cheesy. That was kind of, but the Mustangs, they were like three gorgeous Mustangs that they're driving. Which is strange because in all the previous episodes, they all hate American cars except uh, Hammond. Hammond loves the Mustang. No, I, I'm, I think Jeremy Clarkson actually likes the Mustang as well. One of the few American cars outside of the Corvette and the Mustang is something that he quite likes. I will, I will stand corrected on that. Uh, the whole Americans have different names for things. That was pretty dumb. <sighs> shoot me in the head. Amateur hour. That's like our show. I mean, that was on the golden rules list of this show. <laughs> it really is. Nothing could interest me less <laughs> than Americans having different words for things than British people. Um, what I did like as an establishing thing was when they introduced their new track. And hmm. they were talking about the different turns. Uh, and what they named it because of the reasons of why they named it. I thought that was interesting because now they're going to refer to those, uh, those turns... Or chicanes, if you if you will. Very good. Um, to to those corresponding names, much like they did for the previous show, they had to ramp up several, what was it, ten years of history mm. of that old of that previous track, and then cram it into five minutes right. on this show. So yeah, yeah, I think like you had to do a lot of work. You're right. There's a lot of work to be done in setting up all the stuff. Oh my god, that studio. That was not in the desert. I was pretty convinced there was a green screen behind them. There is you no, think so? Yes. You don't think that tent is actually moving around? I don't think that tent's really moving around. I'm going to call bullshit on that whole movable tent thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll I see. Will, I will put a bet with you. <laughs> okay. I do think they're moving around because I think that they actually got that budget for it. I don't think they're doing that. Okay. <laughs> I think that's valid. Like there was... Yeah. I think, and also, like, there is nothing topical about it. There is no reason for them to record things. They could have sat down in a studio five days, banged out all the mm. episodes, put a different green screen behind them. Like, there is nothing, there's no time-sensitive information that they are relaying. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on it. So but you let's think see. they're going to recruit random foreign people to come into the studio their AKA tent <laughs> to, to pretend like they're in another country. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Maybe it's not that extreme. Maybe they are in different countries. I can't like, why would they set up a tent in the middle of a desert when they could just be on a soundstage in LA? There just doesn't, there's something there that was disconnect. Uh, will you be watching the next episode? Uh, yes, definitely. For sure. Okay. Uh, for some reason I always had the, the original show was always a pineapple for me. Right. And this If you've is, forgotten what that is. 
Wait, pineapple is an easy show to consume? Or is no, it difficult? it's a difficult show. Okay, because okay. yeah. it has those spines and the leaves and that's right. pesky core yep. to eat around. This is a grapefruit. Wasn't it, wasn't it a grapefruit? Grapefruit, yeah, but it was beyond the grapefruit. Oh, okay, the pineapple is beyond the grapefruit. Yeah. We should probably, let's refer, we'll refer people to an earlier episode of the show where this complicated rating scale is explained. Please uh, look at your show notes. <laughs> it is called The Easiest of Fruit. So the old show was a pineapple. Uh, where does this, the Grand Tour, now rate on your fruit scale? Uh, maybe like an orange. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not really an apple, but, but like, you know, it's before a grapefruit. And why do you think that is? <laughs> why the change, Sam? Something about being it on Amazon original, <laughs> something of it being on Amazon. It's a cheaper, and I think easier throwaway. It is. And uh, I don't have to go looking for it. And I remember previously, like I had it saved in my DVR and I actually had to like sit down and actually watch it on my DVR. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was time for that. Yeah. Now it's a lot more accessible. It's generally the same content. Like, and I feel like it having it aimed to like an international, a more international audience, uh, Kind of makes it better. I don't know. Did you watch the most recent series of Top Gear? The one without Jeremy Clarkson? Yes. I have not. Okay. Have you? I watched the first episode. How was it? Absolutely the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my God. Why do you think that is? It's, you're like, well, like taking your favorite band, mm. replacing all the members and expecting it to be the same. Oh, right. I see that they're in a difficult situation because they've got this format that has worked previously, but it was so dependent on the presenters. Right. Tried to recreate 10 years of chemistry on screen. It's just, it's not, it's not going to work. I think they also made some bad casting decisions. Yeah. In fact, I'm not even sure what the status of the next season of Top Gear is. I right. don't know if they're even making one. I mean, I'm sure they must be making one because they won't give up that easily. But I think Chris Evans, who was the main host for the last season, he the is American not coming back. Chris Evans? <laughs> Captain America Chris Evans? Surprisingly, no. There is a British TV personality called Chris Evans. I see. That makes a little bit more <laughs> it sense. It's confusing. Does he play British Captain Captain England? Always turns up with a cup of tea and a, some cucumber sandwiches. With a top hat. And a monocle. He okay. throws his top hat. Okay, right. <laughs> That's a James Bond villain. I'm getting confused. Uh, all right, I will watch the next episode as well, I think, of Grand Tour. It was, it's, yeah, it's an easy watch. Mm -hmm. I would say it's a lychee for me. It's a, a lychee? <sighs> lychee. Lychee or lychee? Great. Just pop it in. Well, you have to peel it first. Oh, grape. We decided it was the easiest, right? Yeah. Okay, the grape is the easiest of fruit. <laughs> grape or banana? Banana has a peel. Yeah, but the grape, grape is ready to go. Easy. Yeah. Well, grape you have to wash, unless you don't wash your fruit, which is crazy. With a banana, you, have to, you don't even have to wash it. But which end do you peel for the banana from, though? It depends. If I feel like the tab is peelable, I peel it. Otherwise, I go for the front. That's smart. Yeah, like I know I should peel it from what I consider the base. Right. But it just still feels wrong. Yeah. Like if, 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 if I can peel from the tab, then I'm going to do it. Right. Because also if you peel it from the front, it has a little schmutz. That little schmutz. I hate that schmutz. Yeah. You either have to like bite it away or like pick at it, which then sort of loses the purpose of eating a banana, which is a mess-free snack. Except the banana strings. Right. The banana strings. Always annoying. Speaking of strange... <laughs> Um, have you watched the movie Doctor Strange? <laughs> that was a horrible segue. Where's this? Um, I have. Have you seen Doctor Strange? Uh, I have not. Oh, well then, okay, go watch it. Okay. Then we can talk about it. <laughs> Sounds good. 
This is the sick Edwin that I've been telling you about. <laughs> Gives no fucks. So you gave me some homework this week, Sam. Right. Would you care to elaborate what that homework was? Uh, yes. Work with me here. So <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but lately there's been craze going around um, about people playing this Google game uh, called Quick Draw. I'd sort of on the peripheral had heard about it, but it, it was your cue that really made me pay attention to it. So Quick Draw is a Google game that asks you to draw six things in a span of 20 seconds each. Okay. Um, and these are simple things, whether it's going to be like a, a barbell or an octopus or something like that. Um, but the interesting thing here is that as you draw it, something is trying to guess what you're drawing and that something is the neural net from Google, which is a kind robot. of freaky. It is a robot trying to guess what you're trying to draw. And this is another way of Google uh, getting information in like a really cool and effective way and disguising it as a game. Creepy. Secretly gathering more information to overthrow the human race. This Google Draw is taking notes about the way that you perceive certain objects in a really simplified way and allowing the neural net to learn about it so they can pinpoint our weaknesses and ultimately kill us. While you are frantically smooshing your finger on a trackpad trying to draw a banana. <laughs> right. The front end or the tab end? Oh, God. I would like to talk about our results for Google Quick Draw. My homework was to perform one iteration. So they ask you six things to draw. Can I just say up front, I feel it's a little, little unfair that the designer is asking the programmer to do drawing and then we're comparing results here. Well, you should see my drawings before you actually okay. say that. It's like, did you get your Wacom tablet out? I didn't. I actually use a trackpad. Okay. Yes. I was worried you'd be like, oh, I'm going to do some shading here, get my brushes out. <laughs> can't do that in 20 seconds. You can't. This is true. Should you go first? I should. Okay. What was your score? My score was four out of six. Oh, not bad. Mm, what was yours? Mine was five out of six. Nice. So what were the things that you had to draw? So let's see. I Wait, had... let me guess. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so from like... over here. Okay. So uh, you can't actually see the answers. Or roughly one and a half meters away for mm -hmm. you British folks. Or Very maybe good. five feet for our American folks. <laughs> so international. <laughs> um, so first one is glasses. Correct. Second, lollipop? Nope. Bale? <laughs> no. Um, tornado? Oh, good. No. This, this line is actually quite important. Yoga mat? <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I wish it was a yoga mat now. Um, no, it is a snail. I don't see that. Uh, okay. Did it get it? Yep. Oh, wow. I know. I was, when it said snail, I'm like, wait, I'm just going to keep going around and around and around <laughs> until he got it. <laughs> Uh, the third one is paperclip. Yes, or ballet slipper. Now that I look at it, but or yes. lipstick. Oh yeah, no paperclip. Correct. Okay. Yep. Four is a rectangle. Or this a I was amazed to got this one. Is it a rectangle? A square? Whale. Well, no, you have to draw something, right? You should say draw a rectangle. No, no, there was one where it asked me to draw a square. Oh, gee, oh, I think you got easier ones than me. No, this is a thing. This is probably one of your favorite things, in fact. Whale. <laughs> I don't know your opinions on whales. One of my favorite things. Um, it's kind of square. 
Toast. Well, rectangular. <laughs> uh, it is also more 3D than this. It should be fluffy. Something you sleep on. <laughs> a pillow. <laughs> Amazing. How did it get that? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea how we got that. Uh, a fourth one. A whistle. <laughs> Wine bottle. So bottle. this was the first one I actually used the erase function on. Oh, I so didn't I had realize like, there was an erase function. Well, it turns out it erases the whole thing. I thought it would be like, oh, an eraser tool and I can just go and erase some things. So it erased it and then I had to quickly frantically redraw my previous attempt. So it did not get this one. Uh, that is, in fact, a sock. Oh, I see. Mm. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> the last one, outlet. Yeah, which it did not get. Hmm. Well, you're drawing a British outlet. Well, no, that's what I... No, I was trying to do an American one. I thought about, oh, I could do a British one. But then I was like, wait, how does the American one... Is this upside down for an American yeah. one? Mm. But usually American outlets are just the prongs, not the third grounding port. Which is always confusing to me. It's usually just uh, a t- the two slits. <laughs> I'll just leave that there. You're just- Stop with the... My dad wrote a porno. <laughs> okay. Here are mine. Okay. Square. Uh, headboard. I can see that, but it's not. Oh, the letter A. In like a map format. <laughs> right. Uh, it's a bench. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that now. Uh, campfire. Yes. Um, BB-8. <laughs> Close. The letter 8. Nope. The number 8. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're close. Snowman. Yes, it is a snowman. That is an Asian snowman. Because it has no eyes or face or it, nose? It has no middle abdomen. Oh, you think Western snowmen have two... Western snowmen have axe. three sections. That's an insect. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm not a pro at snowman making. Snow so people. Snow persons. We are kind of getting to the festive season. Right. Can I tell my snowman joke now? Okay. Two snow people standing in a field. One turns to the other and says, Can you smell carrots? So what do you think this is? <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Sam's not impressed by that joke. I think that is... What the fuck is that? Uh, meat cleaver attached to a piece of string. Why would a meat cleaver be attached to a piece of string? Can I get a clue, please? Uh, something you use daily. Toothpaste. There it is. Ding, 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 ding. What's confusing is the toothpaste is coming out of the tube. This was like a detail I think we could have mm. done without, but... No. It actually didn't get it until, until I put that. Mm, yeah. Okay, okay. Next one. Oh, broccoli, obviously. Yes. Next, dragon. Yeah, but Google didn't get it. Well, Google is a dumbass. It's also sort of an Asian dragon, where it's long and snake-like rather than big and fat, like most most American dragons. So it guessed five out of those. Yes. It had a hard time with the broccoli until I put in the the branches in the, in the base. It didn't get it. Because before it was just a cloud? Or like a tree. Cool. So check it out. It's I think it's pretty good... Five minutes of fun, raucous fun. We'll put our attempts on the internet somewhere and link to them in case you give a shit about, what we, <laughs> about how well we draw. Okay, right, let's, uh, let's round out the show. How are you spending your Thanksgiving? Well, good question. We shall see. Are you, do you have any plans for Thanksgiving? I have been invited to a uh, Thanksgiving with some friends, oh. which is nice. I think previously I didn't have to bother about this because my boyfriend and his family were always doing something. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, right, we'll just do that. The fact that I have pink eye maybe puts the facts that I should be around humans in jeopardy. Mm. So we'll, you know, 
We'll play this by ear. Well, or by I, eye, if you will. I, think I just rub my eye as well. I mean, I did forewarn you that you should not come into this room. I admire your dedication to this show. And I think all, our, all of our audience does as well. It's for the show. Yep. Well, I'll have a nice long weekend to take it easy if I do get it. <laughs> and then give it to your kids. <laughs> They're going to love you for this. <laughs> and then everyone else in their preschool. Um, how about you? Um, spending it with the in-laws. Uh, I might spend some time with my brother's family as well. Mm-hmm. It will be a weekend of families. Oh, that's nice. Not to put you on the spot, but what are you thankful for this year? Thankful for a really good year so far. Outside of... Getting pink eye? And the orange cotton-haired mm. man. Yeah. General goodness. What about you? What are you thankful for? Damn it, I don't you turn this around on me. Uh, some traveling, which, I'm, which I've enjoyed a lot. I managed to, I've been to, you know, Miami, LA, Manila, London, Stockholm, yeah, Boston. Oh uh, yeah, I've got, got to travel around some places this year, which has been super fun. Yes, I will have to give this more thought. We are coming up to uh, a one-year anniversary for our show. I think I said this before, and I'll say it again. This is all the longest side project that I've started, that I've actually continued to do. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's actually, you know, it deserves a round of applause. Mm. But we're not going to start clapping now. Okay, no. But I think that is also down to you. So I am thankful for you. Oh, so I'm, I'm thankful that you started this project because, um, yeah, I look forward to it whenever we get to do it. Oh, Very thankful for my side projects. Do any ninjas recently? Fuck. Okay, I think that's a wrap. <laughs>